information, news, and entertainment on demand. Accomplishment Coaching is proud to present the following fine programming. Accomplishment Coaching, where coaches lead and leaders coach. AccomplishmentCoaching.com Welcome to Heart Empowered Women Radio with your host, Clarice Connolly. Hello and welcome back to Heart Empowered Women Radio. My name is Clarice Connolly and I am a women's empowerment coach in located in sunny San Diego helping helping women across the country. And I really uh, distinguish further just I love supporting women in transition. And so I'm noticing a lot of the clients that I'm working with are career corporate women who are transitioning to entrepreneurship and women who've been so career focused and now want to put themselves on their priority list or transition into creating a family and and a few women who are at that age where they're looking to retire but they're like petrified to do the transition and that leap of you know what then will my purpose be and I'm really really excited to have have created and found that clarity um and I I love the opportunity to connect with those women and, and support them in, in that big, big um, change. And today I'm running solo. I, I kind of feel nervous. Uh, it's going to be an epic and really hard subject for me. And I can't wait to ex- explain more and share more. I went to a phenomenal um, weekend training program called opening the door. It's by Possibilities Consulting in San Diego. And I think they also have a Washington DC location. Um, And in this leadership training and um, development program, I really got to notice a few quotes that I was actually ready to hear Um, and one that really stuck out to me, and I think it's been paraphrased or maybe I wrote it wrong or whatever it is. I I don't think it's the original quote, but what you pay attention to determines what you see. And it was so, uh, perfect because I realized in the past two weeks or maybe over the last month or two, I kind of had this moment where I would, you know, reach out to someone and kind of let them off the hook. And I'd be like, okay, well, absolutely. Like, we'll circle back around. This will be great. And get done and be like, oh, I did it wrong. Like, I failed her. I fell, I fell into her circumstance. I should have pushed her harder, whatever it is, and just totally, like, start to wrong myself. Um, I said the wrong things in a text message to someone. I said the wrong things to a roommate. I just felt like everywhere um, I was doing life wrong. And in coaching, it we really distinguish that there's two places to come from. There's your survival mechanism and then which your survival mechanism is like the negative voices, the things that you say to yourself to keep you safe, the actions, thoughts, behaviors that you have created as a kid um, because you had an experience and you decided the world wasn't safe. 
And that weekend, um, what you pay attention to determines what you see. It was so evident to me that I was so fixated on all the ways and things that I was doing things wrong that that's all I could see. That was literally all I could see. And the weight that that was carrying for me, um, my survival mechanism name is world-class loser. So that facet of me, that facet of my train of thoughts, um, it's just like, yep, you're a loser. Just saying huge, huge loser way to go. And, um, when that flares up, man, it's like, wow, it's all I can see. And it was so amazing because at that time it was like some, uh, the woman, her name is Michelle Saul had a moment where she was like, how much longer do you want to punish yourself? And like that really just like that knife through my heart, man, um, And it just brought me to tears. Like it really, how much longer do I want to continue to punish myself? And it really brought me back to like, man, um, because my dad uh, was a heavy drinker as a kid, I made it mean at six years old that I had to be perfect in order to um, get him to put the beer beer down, get him to pay attention to me, get him to get out between, you know, behind, from behind the, TV and, you know, a little six-year-old doesn't know any better. And then when my brother was born at seven, I was just like, was I not good enough? One, like I wasn't, just me wasn't enough. Um, And like a little girl, I mean, maybe that wasn't the exact words, right? But that's the evolution or where it started is that I needed to be perfect um, to earn love and to get more love and uh, it's something that I, I really didn't distinguish up until I kind of hit my own rock bottom um, about, I think it's about five years ago now. And you really, like, it's really wild um, to run f- and operate life from that place and not actually have that awareness. Um, I've done a lot of, this is my third year of coaching. I've been through a coach training program and I've done a lot of therapy in just kind of identifying like what are the things, beliefs uh, that haunt me and that have really um, created or colored my world. And it was like, you know, why this weekend? Like why is it this belief um, that's present for me? And I really started to kind of get curious and it's like, you know, that I just turned 30 and like realizing like I've been carrying this sad story that I need to be perfect and that I can and will beat myself up when I'm not and I do things wrong. Um, And it's like, oh, further instilling that I, yep, I'm, see, look, there it is, evidence as to how I'm not perfect. And I had, I had really, you know, graduated college and I was like, I'm out of here, Pennsylvania, we're gone. Um, and no one really believed me. Like there was no like, oh, you'll come back or why would you leave everyone you know and love to just wander, you know, across country and, and like, you don't even know what's going to happen. And I had really left, you know, my first love. And I mean, I didn't really end that perfectly. And I just had this moment of like, I really wish that I could have done that differently. I wish that I could, um, have not burned that bridge or shattered his heart and been this terrible person for wanting to have the perfect life and to live my dreams. And I 
came across country and I moved to California and I lived in Sacramento with family. And I really was like, I want to have it all. Like I want the dream life. And I didn't know exactly what all those pieces looked like, but I, I, you know, I made it to California. Like I did it. Yes. People from Pittsburgh don't often get, get out and you know, they don't often see a reason why and it's okay. Right. That's to each their own. But it was really crazy for me to feel like while Sacramento wasn't the best fit, I um, ended up moving to San Diego. And it was just like I moved to paradise. The sunshine, the palm trees, the ocean. I really felt like I'd made something of myself. And I ended up, you know, really getting curious. Like, how do I be of service? I'd been a waitress since I was 16 and I could. And I really got, really got curious, like, what does being of service mean? I just knew that that was my calling. Like, how do I be of service? And, and I um, ended up accepting a paralegal or administrative assistant to uh, an attorney. And I started doing all these paralegal roles. And I just was like, yes, I'm serving justice. I'm bringing back justice. And after a really heartbreaking case, um, I really just was like, this isn't actually justice. This is all politics. And God bless all the attorneys and the paralegals. Like, you do phenomenal work and not knocking the role. It just wasn't for me. But I was in a relationship at that time. And, you know, there, like any relationship, I was committed to making it work. And there was just these moments where I'm like, oh, man, like, how did I end up in a relationship with my dad? Um... And, you know, this was my first live-in relationship. And so I'm, like, trying to be, you know, the caretaker and trying to clean up after the house and also making the highest income and, you know, having to deal with ego and so on and so forth. And, you know, at one point kind of like, why am I in this relationship or what did I do to get here? And I think in that rocky time, I just had this really big stress of a wake-up call and I actually ended up having a herpes outbreak and I at first was just like no 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 this is just an ingrown hair it's one spot it's the size of an eraser like this isn't it I'll just put a band-aid over it out of sight out of mind and when I forced that relationship for another six months and we tried to make it work and this is what I thought that I wanted we actually had a huge blowout and I had another outbreak. And that was when I hit my rock bottom and I felt like my world had ended. I'd broken up a relationship. I was alone in San Diego and now I was going to have to deal with the aftermath of having contracted herpes. And today I really just want to share my story and I want to get it out there because what you don't own owns you and it feels like it's no longer something that describes me or somebody that I am it's something that I have and I'm so excited to share more about my journey with you so as to inspire you to realize like you are not a diagnosis it's just something that's happened Hi, Scale listener. This is David Finkel, co-host with Jeff Hoffman of Scale Your Business Radio. I wanted to let you know that our newest book, Scale, was just released and encourage you to get your copy. 
The book will give you seven proven principles to grow your business and get your life back. It's for every entrepreneur who ever wondered if they really own their business or if their business owns them. It'll help you to work less by getting your business to produce more. Get your copy online or at your local bookseller. For more information, go to ScaleYourBusinessToolkit.com. On the Internet, your business's reputation can be unjustly destroyed in an instant. Don't wait for that to happen. Building and marketing your five-star reputation can increase your business by as much as 19%. Take control of your reputation and have the five-star reputation you deserve with Reputation Marketing Solutions by D. DSI Development. Become the go-to company by visiting 5starrepmarketing.com. The number 5starrepmarketing.com. Do you want to be a professional coach? Are you in business trying to make a real difference with people you manage or work with? Have you started a coaching practice that isn't quite getting off the ground? Get the skills you need to be a successful coach today with the Coach's Training Program from Accomplishment Coaching. The Coach's Training Program will show you how to help others focus and be more fulfilled. Whether you want to improve your company's bottom line or create a thriving coaching practice, Accomplishment Coaching can give you the distinctions and practices you need to coach others effectively today. Accomplishment Coaching has spent six years developing a cutting-edge coach's training program that will have you ready to coach people professionally in just 12 months, and you don't have to take time off work to do it. To find out more about the Coach's Training Program, just call 1-888-548-6813. That's 1-888-548-6813. Tired of presentations with no impact, no inspiration, and no traction? Do dull speakers have you and your team disengaged and distracted by smartphones? Christopher McAuliffe brings energy, insights, and two decades of experience delivered with punch, humor, and heart. Your team will leave energized, uplifted, and with a sense of purpose. Visit ChristopherMcAuliffe.com to bring some heat to your next speaking engagement. M-C-A-U-L-I-F-F-E. ChristopherMcAuliffe.com. In the military, things can change in an instant. The Navy Mutual Aid Association, we understand because it's our life too. That's why our dedication to serving the life insurance needs of our military veterans and their families is unrivaled. Navy Mutual offers superior life insurance protection without military service restrictions and limitations. A single focus on providing the peace of mind military families are looking for. That's what we do. Navy Mutual, ensuring those who serve. Call 800-628-6011 or go to NavyMutual.org. Talk to me. Information, news, and entertainment on demand. WSRadio.com. Accomplishment Coaching is proud to present the following fine programming. Accomplishment Coaching, where coaches lead and leaders coach. AccomplishmentCoaching.com. Welcome to Heart Empowered Women Radio with your host, Clarice Connolly. Hello and welcome back to another heart-centered podcast episode with yours truly. This one I'm literally winging so hard because this is, <laughs> uh, this is you know, new to me. I'm publicly broadcasting something that's very intimate. Um I'm I'm just so committed to being so authentic and so vulnerable because I feel like 
there's not very many models out there um, who show that that's okay. And it is, right? Like it's, it's, I sat, I mean, I, it's been five years since I've uh, received the diagnosis, diagnosis that I have HSV2. And for five years, I just sat on it like a ball underwater. I don't remember what that quote is actually, but <laughs> it's this piece of me that I've, I've been so ashamed of that I've disowned and um, the hurt and the heaviness that happens when you disown any part of yourself is heavy. It's uh, an unbearable burden to just carry it and to pretend like it doesn't exist or that you are a terrible monster and whatever it is, right? Um, I met this beautiful soul uh, this weekend who um, I'm not going to disclose much information, but she had also a diagnosis and like the amount of heartache um, that she had just wearing on her sleeve and, and the just power that came out of her um, sharing and disclosing, it just, it really inspired me to do this today um, because I am not my diagnosis. And the journey to this place uh, was excruciating. I remember, I mean, I literally like has to be five years ago at this point, I remember um, just being so lost, so devastated. I was alone in my apartment and I had to build my own furniture because I I gave everything to my ex-boyfriend. And just beside myself, like I once thought that all I was was a pretty face and a nice body. Um, this was that hard evidence and like proof that like yep I am not perfect um I'm damaged I'm definitely definitely broken and I had all of this like I mean I'm sure it's like the stages of grief grief because it, at first when it happened I think it was like in January and then it happened again in October um in January, I was like, no, total denial. It's just a weird p pimple looking thing. It's so tiny and all these pictures on the internet are awful and horrendous and ugh, nope, that's not it. Um, and then to be alone on my floor just thinking, I deserve this. Like, oh, I, des I did something to deserve this. Everything happened for a reason and this is my karma. You know what? It's great. I'll just be alone for the rest of my life. It's perfect. Nobody's going to want me. Um... And it really, I really got so hard on myself. Like, I'm this monster. It's official. I break hearts. I poison people. I burn people. Like, great. Everybody's going to want this. And I really just at that time just gave up on myself. I just felt like, okay, well, maybe love isn't supposed to be a part of my life. I'm just supposed to be of service to other people. And I transitioned into another um position I think as an office manager at that time and supporting kids in a after school program and it's just that hole there was that hole of me inside of me and I just was so devastated and when I thought you know I, if I ever wanted to date again I would have to find all these people with so much baggage and I would have to settle for less than I wanted and 
that I was just relating to myself as this awful person and, and that I couldn't talk to anybody about it because there's such a negative stigma, stigma um, and all the slut shame and all the shaming. Like, how could you be in a committed relationship and get this? Like, why me? Um, you know, and then there's the, the hard facts of, you know, the CDC will tell you that you can have it for so long and never have any, any symptoms. So then it's like, oh my God, maybe it's not him. Maybe it wasn't him. Maybe I've always had it. How do I know? How would I have found out? Maybe, maybe I wasn't ever stressed out until this day. Um, and it's so inconclusive, right? Like you think that I really want to like emphasize this piece, right? They, I started going to support groups because I was just so lost and I felt like, uh, an outcast and, um, thank God for support groups. Please go. If you hear yourself in this, um, please research it. It's just a bunch of lovely people who are also in the same boat. And again, like one of my commitments to sharing this stuff with you is just to normalize the experience, um, to really allow you to hear that, you know, whatever you're going through, whatever your diagnosis is, bipolar, um, you know, some cancer or, life-threatening disease or um, really just mild disease, there are people out there and there's such power in numbers and connecting to individuals who are in your same boat so that you don't feel normal or don't feel alone, I mean, and don't feel abnormal Um, and unlucky. Like it's just like, uh, woe is me was just a big thing for me for a very long time. But I really want to emphasize that... um, you know, the first person I told was my mom and it was just so mind blowing to hear her say, you know, like, oh, well, it's okay. Like I, I didn't know who to talk about it. I think I didn't talk about it for the first year. And then finally I like had to just, I had to tell someone. Um, and you think like, oh, my mom's not going to judge me. It's my mom. She'll love me no matter what happens, you know? And it was just really cool to turn to my mom and just be like, Hey, um, I got to get this off my chest and this is what happened. And um, I'm having this moment of like, do I put my mom on blast? I should just put my mom on blast. Do I put my mom on blast? Well, <laughs> I'm going to not. So then she told me um, of uh, other people in our life that have it. And I just was like, what? Them too? No way. Right? And And I like found such freedom and power in like just sharing and just being like, whoa, I can't believe that person does. And, um, you know, this one day I saw my best friend at the time and I just was like, man, I like wish that you wouldn't keep dating terrible people. And I was like, I find myself doing the same thing, but I'm not actually dating. I like took myself completely off the market, but, um, saying yes to like people like introducing me to people and I'm like, no, maybe never, but Anyway, and, and they also disclosed that they had it because that's why they chose awful people. And it was like, whoa, you too. And like the more that I found the freedom in like being like, I have this and I got to be like, oh, well, my cousin does or, oh, people I went to high school do or, oh, people that they went to college with. And it really helped me feel like I'm not this leper and that like again, like going to these support groups, just seeing like three out of five people in San Diego have it, right? 
but no one talks about it. Like everyone's so afraid of the stigma. And I always think of like the first person I ever met when I was in middle school that mentioned they had it or high school or that there was rumors that they had it. I remember just being like, oh man, that that person's dirty or whatever, right? And then I'm like, man, all the things that I said about that person, here I was at the receiving end of it. And again, like thanks, thank God for educating myself and going to support groups and really just seeing that there's so many ways um, to protect yourself and to protect others. You know, there's suppressant medicines that you can literally get to from Planned Parenthood for maybe $20 a bottle. Um, there's ways to just wash up after intercourse, like immediately after and making sure that you're cleaning your body. Um, there's really profound ways to work around it. But I, I just really couldn't get past the stigma. Like I was so petrified to share it with anyone and to be judged. Like this for me was that hard evidence that I wasn't perfect and I was so, so just debilitated by it. And it's hard, right? Um, I know that the, a lot of the support groups, they'll only date inside the support group, but they don't want to talk about it and, and really are afraid of losing people because of it. And and I saw that and I saw that unwillingness and I accepted like everyone's on their own journey and I accepted that this is, that's okay for them, but that I found that in the three or four times I had disclosed to my friends or people I knew that it came with such like, oh man, you too. And that relief was like, this felt like, this is before I did personal development, um, the goal is like if I could just share with more people and normalize it or find that like connection of like, oh, can I talk to your friend that also has it? It really helped me to feel like the society's stigma isn't real and it's not necessary. It's literally a skin condition, no different than pimples or like maybe like eczema, I guess. And it's it's mild. And the stigma and the rumors and the slut shaming and the baggage and all of that stuff is actually just drama that's created. And at the end of the day, it's such a simple, middle of the road, no big deal thing. And if we can just share with each other, we can really see that more people have it and that we're not alone and that this doesn't need to be anything more than a mild diagnosis or a silly skin condition. So tune in next and we'll talk more. If you heard that sound, you probably are eligible for insurance from Navy Mutual, insuring the men and women of the Navy, Marines, and Coast Guard. Here's what one policyholder, retired Navy Commander Thomas Dade, had to say. Navy Mutual is the best insurance decision I ever made. I wish you had a savings plan available that earned the rates my Navy Mutual insurance has been earning. Navy Mutual Aid Association, started by military members in 1879, serves active, reserve, and retired military today. Navy Mutual honors our military by providing them affordable life insurance with the features they need without fine print, sales fees, or military service restrictions. Value, integrity, trust, and stability are the cornerstones on which our commitment to you and your loved ones are built. Call Navy Mutual at 1-800-628-6011 or NavyMutual.org for your personal life insurance plan consultation. 1-800-628-6011 or NavyMutual.org. Navy Mutual, insuring those who serve. 
Hi, this is Rob Barnett, CEO and founder of VinVillage.com and the Wine and Dine Show on VinVillage Radio. Do you have a wine, event, product, or service to promote? Then contact VinVillage.com to reach thousands of wine lovers across the country. VinVillage connects like-minded wine enthusiasts with unique and exclusive wines, events, products, and services. To learn more, contact us on VinVillage.com. VinVillage is where wine lovers connect. Do you want to be a professional coach? Are you in business trying to make a real difference with people you manage or work with? Have you started a coaching practice that isn't quite getting off the ground? Get the skills you need to be a successful coach today with the Coach's Training Program from Accomplishment Coaching. The Coach's Training Program will show you how to help others focus and be more fulfilled. Whether you want to improve your company's bottom line or create a thriving coaching practice, Accomplishment Coaching can give you the distinctions and practices you need to coach others effectively today. Accomplishment Coaching has spent six years developing a cutting-edge coaches training program that will have you ready to coach people professionally in just 12 months, and you don't have to take time off work to do it. To find out more about the coaches training program, just call 1-888-548-6813. That's 1-888-548-6813. Gotham Books presents Marriage Rules by Harriet Lerner. The book Martha Beck calls required reading for anyone hoping to interact successfully with any other human, not just for those in romantic relationships. Get your copy wherever books and ebooks are sold and visit harrietlearner.com to learn how to change your marriage today. Talk to me. Information, news, and entertainment on demand. WSRadio.com. Accomplishment Coaching is proud to present the following fine programming. Accomplishment Coaching, where coaches lead and leaders coach. AccomplishmentCoaching.com Welcome to Heart Empowered Women Radio with your host, Clarice Connolly. Hello and welcome back to Heart Empowered Women Radio. I am choosing... I am choosing to break up the stigma of having herpes. I really held on to this. It's been about five years now. I've only ever had two outbreaks uh, when it first happened five years ago. And there's this like part of you that's like, oh, it's private. No one needs to know. Keep it to yourself. Um, this is only for your loved ones. But that's, I just want to like stand on a uh, <laughs> like podium and just be like, no, like I can let it go. Like I can let it go because like that's where you get the most control when you're willing to let go of something that you think that that's like a part of you you need to disown or that this is your doomed or impending future. Like this is what it looks like and you deserve this. Um, No one, no one deserves anything. And you know, it's so funny because I was like, oh, this happened for a reason. This was supposed to straighten me out and turn me into a nun. That's it. Um, but I'm really like, I've I've been committed to my own transformation in the past three years. Um, 
And, you know, if it's like peeling back an onion, I've, I've peeled back quite a few layers. Uh, again, like I started this episode about talking about how my dad, um, being a drinker really influenced who I became as a kid and, you know, grew up to really pride myself to be. And this diagnosis rocked me. Um, and I really felt like I've spent the last five years trying to pull myself back together. And it really was clear to me that I couldn't turn to other men. Um, they weren't, they were, which is surprisingly, like, you want to like, ah, no, no, you don't want to date me. I have herpes. Um, and how many times I thought that that would push people away and I, I would get people off my case and they'd stop chasing me around. And they were like, oh, so who cares? Like, you're so worth the gamble, you know? And, and that was really surprising to me, right? There was only ever one person um, who rejected me, which I'm actually like really grateful. Sayonara, you're a super cool dude. It just wasn't meant to be. <laughs> I didn't even want to be friends because I was just like, I, I just have friends. Like I, guy friends are great um, and that's all they'll be. But it's crazy when you just are so upfront how many people are so accepting and understanding. And I just want to encourage people to practice like I did. I, I mean, I practiced with my mom first um, and then a really close loved one and a great friend. And, you know, it just, I, I circled out. And now this past year, I've literally, I meet strangers and I just tell them. Um, people I work with and I tell them. Uh, people I'm just having conversation with. It's, it's a part of my story, but it's actually not who I am. It's just something I have. I have brown hair. I have hazel eyes. I have an athletic build. I have a size seven and a half shoe. I have herpes. I am authenticity. I am exuberance. I am charisma. I am empathy and I am wisdom. That is who I am at my essence. And as soon as I really took on transforming that I am my diagnosis, I found such freedom and I got to find things to put in its place. And I really, really want to just share that, you know, again, that quote, and you can take it however you want it, is what you don't own owns you. And that piece of me really owned me. It really, really did. And as I was saying, I peeled back a ton of layers around, you know, perfectionism and control and, um, you know, being sexually assaulted. And it came down to the hardest piece was, is, is this, is really just turning it into a way in which to reach out and support others. Because I know that I, the first two years I tried to do this alone and, you know, the first year I was in denial and the second year I was just so devastated. I completely lost my power and I totally turned off the burning flame inside of me and, and luckily again for support groups. And it's very disheartening because every time I went to a group there was maybe three people, maybe five people max and no one ever came back and and no one talks about it. Um and I, I really want to change that. I really want to change that. I really, you know, if you're listening to this, like, I don't care if it's an STD. I don't care if it's, you know, uh, cancer or, you know, whatever it is. Like, please, like, if you feel called to talk about it, I'm here for you. Please reach out to me. Um, I really, really want to emphasize that uh, because there's such 
freedom and normalizing and, and connecting with our rawest, darkest, shadowy pieces. And this is the this is that spiral journey for me is to really share this out loud. And, and it's like, you know, I definitely am not going to lie. I, I couldn't even sit down to put this together and organize my train of thoughts. And sharing was still awful, awfully um, vulnerable. And I get to the point where I'm also like, man, still actually haven't told my dad. Um, so that should be a really great conversation I'm committed to having as well. But it's it's really, my intention is to be the support for men if they choose, mostly for women who are stuck and they feel that they deserve less than because of this unfortunate event. And I spent a very long time trying to find, like, why? Why did this happen to me? Like, what did I do? I was such at a young kid I think I took my parents literally and like find the one like marry yourself a nice man and I man I mentor this young 14 year old girl who I was like oh any boys and she's like no just studies I'm like god I wish I was that girl I think I started way too young 12 13 where I just was so boy crazy it was so how do I find the one what does he look like is that him is that him is that him is that him and man I was so consumed uh, it really took my identity. Like, all of my job on this earth is to find the one uh, and, you know, the rest will, I'll figure it out. Um, and to, you know, be this, like with that 13-year-old, 16-year-old girl that just was like, wow, now I'm never going to find the one. You know, it's like funny because it's just such a young story uh, and it doesn't have to be like that anymore. So now I'm really, really, really clear Um that, you know, everything happens for a reason doesn't have to be real or doesn't have to fit this, but I'm choosing that it doesn't, it doesn't define me anymore. It doesn't get to haunt me. It's not a piece I have to disown. It's all of me and it is something I have. And I really love connecting to people and sharing authentically because it gives them the permission to do so as well. And that's what I want this to be. I want this to be something that we can start that it goes a different way that it's not something we're scared to talk about oh I get pimples Mm, cool no one's scared to talk about pimples right maybe they're a little embarrassed and maybe that just happens and that can be great but the stigma isn't real unless you make it real and there's this piece of like being shameless you know and and that's not for everyone and it certainly takes like going around the block a couple times and seeing, you know, what resonates for you. But you can make it what you want it to be, right? Like whether this is the call forth to like, man, are you a counselor and you wish that you could disclose and then start counseling other individuals who also have herpes? Are you someone who's always wanted to be a service and has settled for a nine to five, but now can hear that you want to work, um, at a clinic who supports people with STDs? Um, Are you someone who, you know, has gotten it and now realizes that like you want to enable or empower a support group? You know, how do you create one of those? And 
you know, how can you volunteer or give back to others who were once in your place? How have you had it for so long and haven't talked about it? You know, what can your tiny change be for the week? Um, practice telling one person or practice writing it on paper. I had a wonderful friend I met at a support group who really challenged me to just even say it out loud. I could say HSV2 because that was a bunch of letters and fucked if anybody knew what that meant. But herpes was still super hard. It was like, meh, you know, that thing that rhymes with burpees and kind of almost sounds like merpies. Um, and yeah, like I had to do that for two years. So, you know, I really want to emphasize, like, meet yourself where you're at. If you're someone that's, you know, not looked at it or puts a Band-Aid on it like I did, like, maybe it's not putting a Band-Aid. Um, and really, maybe if you know have one person you've told, maybe what if you tell another person? And what if that person that knows you just have a conversation with? Um, journal, right? So I really, really want to give you your power back. I really want you to look how much power has a diagnosis or something you found out about yourself, maybe, you know, infertility or that you'll never be able to stand up straight again because you've scoliosis or whatever it is, right? How much have you let that steal your power, steal your brilliance and the fire that you have inside? And how can we turn that around? How can you stand empowered on top of it and taking on the world because of the gift that it's given you? So tune in next. We're going to dive in where to go from here and what that looks like and really transforming your diagnosis into something to empower you. Gotham Books presents Marriage Rules by Harriet Lerner. The book Martha Beck calls required reading for anyone hoping to interact successfully with any other human, not just for those in romantic relationships. Get your copy wherever books and ebooks are sold and visit harrietlerner.com to learn how to change your marriage today. This is Bill Gruber with BizVid Communications, a Southern California video production leader. We've been honored to sponsor, produce, write, and host many of the fine programs on WS Radio over the years. So we understand how important the internet and your website exposure are. As video producers, we know the tricks and secrets to incorporate video to increase your search engine optimization and business success. Visit BizVidCommunications.com to see what we can do for you. B-I-Z-V-I-D-Communications.com. Looking to be a successful entrepreneur? The virtual assistant industry continues to be a top choice for those looking to start their own business. The problem can be how to become a virtual assistant. Many turn to the Bible of the VA industry, the book, Virtual Assistant, the series, and it's the perfect guide for office managers, executive assistants, and other administrative professionals looking to make the transition from employee to successful business owner. Go to vatheseries.com to get your copy today. You were born to do one amazing thing, but most people spend a lifetime trying to identify what it is. If you're in a job you don't like or are unemployed, if you're in a state of transition or just can't shake that nagging feeling that you were meant and made to do something extraordinary, then the Reinvention Workshop is exactly what you need. 
Led by award-winning self-help author Steve Olsher, The Reinvention Workshop will forever change your life. The Reinvention Workshop takes you step-by-step through Steve's proven formula that has helped so many people get on the right path and clear about what they were born to do. Take the first step to realizing the life you deserve and desire by visiting thereinventionworkshop.com today. No more delays. No more denial. Reconnect with your true self. Learn to live with purpose and conviction and become who you were born to be. The world is waiting for you. What are you waiting for? Log on to thereinventionworkshop.com today. That's thereinventionworkshop.com. Cybersecurity is the fastest growing job sector. The San Diego Mayor's Cyber Cup encourages kids to consider computer security as an interesting course of study and a valuable career path. Securing our eCity helps lead this youth competition to create interest and awareness among students and their schools. The San Diego Mayor's Cyber Cup. Learn more at securingourecity.org or call 619-630-2444. Talk to me. Information, news, and entertainment on demand. Accomplishment Coaching is proud to present the following fine programming. Accomplishment Coaching, where coaches lead and leaders coach. AccomplishmentCoaching.com. Welcome to Heart Empowered Women Radio with your host, Clarice Connolly. Hello and welcome back to the most vulnerable and intimate thing I've ever done in my life. <laughs> Thanks for joining me on this ride. I feel immensely lighter already. Um, and the last piece I really, I'm really present to. Like it's something that I'm still working on and I find that I'm just going to be honest. It's it's a work in progress. Um this weekend's uh, Possibilities Consulting Opening the Door seminar really got me present to what's next. And what's next for me is self-forgiveness. Um, they, they gave us this quote, forgive yourself for the best choice you knew how to make with the information that you had. Man, one more time, just in case you didn't get that one. Forgive yourself for the best choice you knew how to make with the information that you had. And that doesn't need to be just to this topic. That doesn't need to be to a life-changing event. Just life in general. I noticed that I um, really kind of fixated on, like, how could I have not seen the signs? Like, what could I have done differently? There were some things that came up that I could have, should have, and would have. And why did I even, you know, right? Like it's, oh man, you could drive yourself crazy. And how come I took five years to talk about it? How come I didn't, you know, seek a therapist? How come I, right? You can go nuts. And so the biggest piece that I want to really emphasize that's, you know, my what's next and maybe look into your own lives and how can you forgive yourselves? Um, Because they gave us a quote and I'm just, I didn't write who wrote any of these things. So I'm just going to own that it's a quote. Um, forgiveness. So to, forgiveness is to let go of the hope for a better past. My goodness. My goodness. How much 
does that open up in your heart right there? Forgiveness is to let go of the hope for a better past. I had spent my entire life hoping that I'd had a better family dynamic, that it wasn't so dysfunctional. I'd hoped that I was a better person than I was, that I didn't shatter hearts, um, that I wasn't such a judgmental kid. Um, yeah. And that I would have never put myself in the situation to <laughs> get herpes. <laughs> and how funny is that, right? Everyone, it's so crazy. Everyone, that's a general. Nope. Cancel clear. Um, but I, I really fixated on like how could I make the past better? And I really, really, nobody actually can. And there's really no amount of regret that will change the past. Another really great quote. No amount of regret will change the past and no amount of worry will change the future. And noticing that I was either fixating on like how did I put myself and how did I let my, this happen to me or like how will I ever find the love that I want or, you know, the life that I want because of this. And it really takes you when you're toggling between the past and the future, it really takes you out of the present moment and the gift that there is in, in the present moment. And I really felt like I had to do this podcast after I was married, after I had my life all figured out and I had to look like the finished product. And that's not actually true, right? Like there's so much power in still being in the process of forgiving yourself and still being in the process of sharing it with the world. Like it's a gift and not a burden and not, um, this thing that's plagued me and it's amazing the power of forgiveness and you know as a coach it's really asking you open-ended questions so you can see what do you need to forgive yourself and this can be a great journaling prompt this can be a great conversational piece this can be something you can just talk out loud uh, write poetry on, sing out loud, whatever it is, right? Like, how can you forgive yourself? And for me, it was kind of like, I don't even know. I know I need to do it, but I don't know what that looks like. Um, and I kind of just came up with like, you know, it's just really uh, in the moment you're like, oh, why did you do this again? It's just like, I forgive myself. I forgive myself for being so hard on myself. I forgive myself for not showing myself compassion. I forgive myself for how it's gone and having an expectation that's really high bar. Um, it really can ask your, it really can look like anything, whatever speaks to you, like you have your own key, your own truth. Um, another big thing, I, I mean, again, I, I spent the first year in denial and then the second year, I don't even know. Uh, <clears throat> but I, I really said yes to self-love. I really took on not needing to be in a relationship and not needing to someone to validate me and not needing to um, find my better half um, and just journeyed down like, what does it look like to love myself? And this isn't a quick fix. I mean, for me personally, and, and it could be different for you, but I literally took three years. Like I took three years. I said yes to a coach. I said yes to a coach personal development training program. I, I said yes to a therapist. And... I got to talk it out. Like I got to share these things. I got to talk about this stuff instead of holding it in um, as I did everything and really noticing that a lot of my food 
my disordered eating and overeating and, and stuffing down food to stuff down the feelings kind of actually dissipated. Like I no longer was just binge eating to um, get rid of the feelings. I could actually talk to get it out that direction. Um, and I really want to challenge you to like, what does it mean to love yourself? Like what is self-love? How do you define it? What is your relationship to it? For me, I had to like learn to like myself. Um, and then it kind of transitioned from like to appreciate. Oh, I can appreciate this part of me and this thing about me and this thing that I do. And then it, it kind of, you know, tiered into like, you know, how do I adore myself and how do I love myself? Um, and it just was saying yes to self-care, yes to reaching out for support, a therapist, a, an acupuncturist, an herbalist, a doctor for some appointments and dentistry like I haven't done in years. Um, really learning that I didn't need anybody to validate me. I didn't need someone to love me for me. Like I needed to learn when I reached for someone else or craved something like sweets that I could be that for myself. I could be the safe place that I wanted to find in someone else. I could be that sweetness that I wanted to find in something else. Um, and it doesn't have to sound the same for you, right? I just got to realize that I was waiting for someone to save me from myself, save me from the awful things I said to myself and save me from this life that, you know, really wasn't what I had imagined. And I turned and realized like how much I was outwardly looking for these things, outwardly trying to source all that I needed. And the power really helped me when I turned inward and noticed that I could find all of these things inside of myself. And so I really want to just spread the love and the possibility for you to be the one to save yourself and for you to say yes to forgiving yourself and forgiving how it's gone and really just finding the healing that's available and looking at this shadow piece dead on, whether it's the same diagnosis, whether it's a different diagnosis or whether it's something that's hindered your identity because you've now felt like this has happened to you and remind you that there's literally a choice in every circumstance or situation to choose how it goes, to choose whether you will be empowered by it or disempowered, to choose to reach out for support and connect to others around this or to choose to isolate, disown that part of you and really carry the weight unnecessarily and Meet yourself with compassion, like you're on this journey and meet yourself where you're at. What's the next step that you can take today to have things go differently and continue to follow that throughout each and every week so that it can create a ripple effect in your life forever. Thank you for listening. I tune in next time. Do you want to be a professional coach? Are you in business trying to make a real difference with people you manage or work with? Have you started a coaching practice that isn't quite getting off the ground? Get the skills you need to be a successful coach today with the Coach's Training Program from Accomplishment Coaching. The Coach's Training Program will show you how to help others focus and be more fulfilled. Whether you want to improve your company's bottom line or create a thriving coaching practice, Accomplishment Coaching can give you the distinctions and practices you need to coach others effectively today. Accomplishment Coaching has spent six years developing a cutting-edge coaches training program that will have you ready to coach people professionally in just 12 months, and you don't have to take time off work to do it. 
To find out more about the Coach's Training Program, just call 1-888-548-6813. That's 1-888-548-6813. Do you love wine, but it doesn't love you back in the morning? Then it's time to try Alcotox, the ultimate hangover cure. Alcotox is a dietary supplement that reduces the harmful side effects of alcohol and it benefits all alcohol consumers, not just those who occasionally overindulge. So now, for less than the cost of a drink, you can wake up hangover free. To learn more, go to vinvillage.com and let Alcotox make hangovers a thing of the past. I raised $8,000 to build schools for South African children. After realizing how many people go hungry in San Diego, I now volunteer at a food pantry. I'm spending the next year doing volunteer projects across three countries and helping in ways they designate to be the most helpful. The World Link program at the Joan B. Kroc Institute for Peace and Justice recognizes the potential of youth as agents of social change. Learn how you can help youth become a generation of leaders in action at peace.sandiego.edu. Hi, Scale Listener. This is David Finkel, co-host with Jeff Hoffman of Scale Your Business. I wanted to let you know that our newest book, Scale, was just released and to encourage you to get your copy. The book will give you seven proven principles to grow your business and get your life back. Scale will help you work less by getting your business to produce more. Get your copy online or at your local bookseller. For more information, visit us online at scaleyourbusinesstoolkit.com. Hi, this is Rob Barnett, CM founder of VinVillage.com and the Wine and Dine Show on VinVillage Radio. Do you have a wine, event, product, or service to promote? Then contact VinVillage.com to reach thousands of wine lovers across the country. VinVillage connects like-minded wine enthusiasts with unique and exclusive wines, events, products, and services. To learn more, contact us on VinVillage.com. VinVillage is where wine lovers connect. 